Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Time now for the Coors Light Louisville Women's Basketball Postgame Show. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Cards Basketball is also presented by UofL Health. Making the impossible possible. That's the power of you. Kelly Jobs, the employment solution expert. KellyJobs.com. Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors. Louisville's Neighborhood Liquor Store. UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsky.com. And Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta. Welcome. Are we on? We good? Welcome into the U of O Women's Post Game Show. I am your host, Dave Skull. Along with my good friend Chrissy Banta, after a disappointing, to say the least, I'd say disappointing outing today against the Hokies of Virginia Tech, losing at the KFC Yum Center, eighty-six to seventy. First off, eighty-one fifty ninety through nine is the phone number if you want to get in here. Thirty-eight thirty-one ninety through nine is the UPS Jobs text line. Chrissy, this wasn't fun today. It was not a good time. Straight up, not a good time. 12,249 fans in attendance ready. Excellent crowd. Ready. On the edge of their seats the entire time. Every time there was even a glimmer of hope. They were ready to blow the roof off of that place. Every time there was a glimpse. Every time there was a glimpse. That crowd started going and it was just snuffed out every single time. Yeah. um, It really was a disappointing loss. I, I think I'm with Coach Walls in that. 99% 99% of the time, his teams go in and they at least make an effort, even in a loss. Um, today, like you don't feel like they didn't show up. Right, right. Today, it felt like half the team stayed in Boston. Hmm. Um, and I think that's what brings an extra level of frustration frustration to a loss like this, um, and especially to do it in, a, in front of a crowd 
um, on a nationally televised ESPN game on a Sunday afternoon against a t- really tough Virginia Tech team. Yeah. Um, you know they're going to be tough coming in, but it's hard. They were shooting 71% going into the fourth. It's hard to hard to bounce back from that when you're not putting in a certain level of defensive effort. Yeah, I looked up at the beginning of the fourth. After the first shot of the fourth, they missed the first shot. Yeah. It was 69%. Yeah. Nice. And... <laughs> I, I just looked at Chris. He said, they're still shooting 69%. Yeah. And she goes, they were shooting 71% coming into the quarter. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can't, you can't keep up with that. It's, Especially it's almost, when you're shooting 47% right. going into the fourth. It's almost impossible. And we ended up 42% for the game. Yeah. They ended up at 65%. We were at 42%. But let's, that's not to take any agency away from our team in that situation i mean right. we were slow on rotation um we were slow on switches we had a couple of bad switches uh and you can't do that against georgia uh, amor and liz kitley who like by the way as much as we like we're all very familiar with this this pair they've been around for a long time uh liz kitley is is a two-time defending acc player of the year for good reason we're still tapping that sign that's right she's just please graduate yeah uh but georgia amor is somebody that i have talked about in the past we've had post game shows mm-hmm. last year after the virginia tech game i said look as much as we talk about liz kitley amor's the engine that keeps that team going and makes them what they are. Like she's as, so good. She's so good. She as good as Liz so Kitley good. is. Yeah. Amor's the one. She's the straw that stirs the drink. She's the one that sets everybody up. Twenty-three points and ten assists today. Ten assists. And, and granted, like her teammates made the shots, mm-hmm. but she sets everybody up for success on that team. Absolutely. And she's so smooth that yes, the referees probably missed three travels on her. But I don't even want to talk about the referees at all today. Mm-hmm. Were they perfect? No. But in the grand scheme of things, with women's basketball officiating, they were fine overall. Wasn't one of the egregious results. And quite frankly, we didn't deserve to win that game. We lost by sixteen. And nothing that they did great, really, was affected by the the officiating. So that's not even a conversation today. No, I don't think it's a conversation at all. Um, you know, early missed layups, that can be a conversation. Sure. Not getting stops after you have a really great offensive play, that can be a conversation. Mm-hmm. But the officiating today, not really a conversation. Um, we can spend our normal 30-second disclaimer on it. They are what they are. They had a couple of bad missed calls but it had nothing to do with us losing that game nothing to do with us losing this game when kitley and amore are gonna get theirs and they got theirs plus some today because we just could not go out there and get the stops that we needed yeah i mean like uh, i thought that we weren't aggressive enough on the ball i mean the things that when it flashed you know that that it seemed like maybe we were kiki at the end of the second quarter right it was because of aggressive defense and forcing turnovers and making Georgia Amor and the other guards a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She didn't look uncomfortable almost at all today. She she just was a she was a maestro. She was a conductor conducting her, her her orchestra uh just a masterpiece out there. And we just 
we did nothing really effective to stop it. You know, there was if if they reversed the ball, we were behind. They passed it across the court. There was a wide open three pointer. It all just kept happening in front of us. And when we were able to get active hands and get in on that ball, I mean, we were able to to create some turnovers and get out and run a little bit. We had 14 points off turnovers, which isn't a ton, but when we were able to get out and run, we we, we got some of those those points off turnovers turned to defense and to offense, which they're not Virginia Tech's not a team that's comfortable running. That's not what they do. You know, they're they're a great half court team in both facets of the game. They don't a, have to. They don't have to. That's <laughs> the point. But like they're much more comfortable in the half court on offense and defense. You know, for good reason. They've got really good bigs, you know, and, and they're a decently sized team and they don't really like as as fast and quick as Amor is, the rest of their team isn't exceptionally fast to me. Um, but that's all they need. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all they really need. And the way we played today, I mean, we they they controlled the 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 game from the tip. You know, there was a couple of minutes that either neither team could really get anything going, and then once they started scoring, they didn't stop. We didn't stop them. Yeah, I think Louisville led for all of uh, fifteen or sixteen seconds of this game. Um, they just allowed Virginia Tech to come in and take over, and it, it was a wrap pretty early on this one. You could see that there wasn't enough of a fight and enough effort defensively for this team to even claw their way back to anything less than a 15- or 16-point loss, which is exactly exactly what they did. I mean, if they, they had an opportunity or two in the second half to cut it to – seven or eight points, but it didn't last long and they didn't really capitalize off those opportunities. And there were a lot of missed opportunities offensively to continue to cut the Virginia Tech lead. Jada Curry missed a couple. And as the president of the Jada Curry fan club, she missed a couple of wide open threes that she should never miss. Mm. And, and when, she's our most consistent three-point shooter. Yeah. I mean, we're the nature of our three-point shooters on our team is is, quite frankly, they're all streaky. I mean, we've got four or five players that can consistently hit the three, but they are streaky. I mean, um, Marissa, Sydney, um, Kiki, and, and Jada being the most the most obvious, you know, our four best shooters. Uh, and Jada the most consistent. She was shooting over 40% from the, from the arc coming into this game. But you have to understand, Virginia Tech shot 30, shoots 35.5%, 35.48% from the three-point line going into this game. They are seventh in total threes made in the country and sixth in attempts. It's a massive part of their game. Uh, I talked a little bit before the game and this week about about uh, about Eck and how good she is as a spot-up shooter. Obviously, Georgia Moore is, is, can get incredibly hot from the three-point line. She can get her shot. If you give her six inches, she can get her shot. Um and as important as all that, Courtney Walton uh, pointed it out in the post game. Like everybody was 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 making shots for them. Everybody they weren't missing. King, everybody on that team that had a wide open look, or open look, and that's that's the issue. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of open looks. They hit challenge shots too in the first half, but but they hit so many open looks. But every time they had an opportunity, they hit it. And I said it to you and, and Tyler Griever a couple times today. I was like, look. Every time we miss a wide open three today, it feels like a massive missed opportunity because we can't keep trading twos for threes when we're already down by double digits. Yep. And that's what we kept doing. And and the lack of, of consistent three point shooting is absolutely 
been a thing that's 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 been biting us this year. Ironically, our biggest issue of late turnovers. Not an issue today. At four, four. If you told me, and I realized Virginia Tech's not a big pressure defense team, but I wouldn't have believed it. As Jeff Walsh said (laughs) earlier, like we we've we've been handing the ball to the other team quite often in the last couple of weeks, so it's kind of surprising we only had four turnovers. I think he was even surprised. Yeah, by that he sounded surprised, but he was more surprised with the effort or lack thereof. Yeah, I mean, he started his post game comments with Nick and Courtney by profusely apologizing to the fans who showed up today. That's when I knew he was mad. Oh yeah, mad. he's done that before. Not he hasn't had yeah. hadn't had too often. No. Um. Normally in these big spots, uh, this team shows up, but this was a tough one today. I mean, this is the time of year where we have to make hay. I mean, we're running out of time to solidify our our resume. And <clears throat> excuse me, we'd love to host games. That's what we do here. You know, we didn't last year. Uh, it's always an uphill climb when, you, when you've when you got to uh, to go to somebody else's arena and, and beat them on their own court. Uh, you need a top four seed. We need to be a top 16 seed. We are borderline going into this game. Uh, this was a massive opportunity for us to solidify our position in the top 16. Uh, we didn't do it. You know, Georgia Tech, Florida State, these are decent opportunities down the stretch. Obviously, the game at South Bend at the end of the year is a big one and we'll have opportunities in the ACC tournament but this was a huge one yeah I I was sorry I was just looking ahead at the schedule um you know we don't have many opportunities to solidify that any longer and going into ACC play we had a lot of conversations about how difficult this conference was and it not only matters who you beat but sometimes it matters how you lose too because they're going to look at that and when you play a team like Virginia Tech and you just blatantly go out there and don't put in any effort what's that make you feel about a team going into the ACC tournament to play all of these teams again not great I don't feel great right now about how they're going to perform in the ACC tournament I'd like to see them turn some of these things around yeah the turnover numbers were low but their three point shooting they were four for 16 Yeah, you have to create opportunities to either a if you're if you're gonna lose against the team if you you reach a certain point in the game where you know you're not coming back from that make it a little bit respectable but also create enough opportunities that you can fight hard enough to beat some of these teams so imagine looking at a Louisville resume this year specifically and we took a tough loss last week but came back and played really well against Virginia Tech and got a home win. You're going to rethink a few things. Yeah. I'm not feeling great right now. Uh, neither am I. 8150-939 is the phone number. Uh, we have open phone lines. Please give us a call. Get in here. 3831-939 uh, is UPS Jobs text line. Texter says, Jeff's slowest team overall since he has been here. Eh, we also... S- we also slap at rebounds a lot instead of grabbing them. Jeff had some misses this year in the portal. I So I really like, let's address this one real quick. Before we get Lawrence, hang on for just a minute. Um, I don't know if I, I fully agree with that sentiment. I've heard a lot of people say that. I think that the last five years we watched Mikasa play defense at the top of this mm-hmm. defense. Um CC was really quick. Uh, 
Dana Evans was extremely quick, you know, but I, I don't think like our bigs are really athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney and, and Kiki and, and Lily Love, who's again didn't play very much today, uh, are very quick on the wings. I think what you're seeing when you say um, slowest team, quote unquote, is you saw a lot of bad switches today. <laughs> like you saw uh, Olivia or Nyla on Georgia Amor a few times, and she is so good. Like that, that that ain't gonna work. They they exploited it every single time uh, that they that they switched, and she had a, an advantage. Like it, it just, I'm not saying that this is a his fastest team by any measure. Um, it's not, but I just don't I I don't think it's it's a particularly slow team. I think Nina and Jada are, are as quick as anybody you'll see in the league outside of George Amor. Um, but it's a matter of, of, of sticking to defensive principles, you know, and, and the way we're supposed to play defense, and they don't do that sometimes. Uh, let's see. Texter says, I'm so over Amor and Kitley. So glad they're going to be gone. I mean, we think. I don't know. They'll probably find another year of eligibility somewhere. Uh-huh. thing is, like, what cracks me up is that all year, Liz Kitley hasn't been a first-round projected draft pick yeah. in the WNBA, which which kind of throws me off a little bit. I realize that it's it's a talented class, but man, I don't know why you wouldn't want her on your roster. Now, Amor, I is, would. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think they're both going to be uh, stars. They're both going to stick in the WNBA. I'll put it that way. It's it's a really hard league to stick in. There's only 12 rosters, 12 roster spots on each roster. That's 144 players. Every single year, first-round draft picks get cut, but those are two I would bet on. Lawrence, welcome into the U of L Women's Post Game Show. How you doing, man? Uh, I hate you too, being That's how I'm doing. Today, they got beat by two girls. Two. I got more upset that the guards wasn't physical enough with um, Georgia. Like, I understand you worry about the refs calling fouls, but come on, you still got to play be physical and get an off of line. And when they didn't do that, VTM kind of killed them all day with the points and, and assists. And and they let Kelly get away with their elbow. Ain't nothing you can do about that. Like, you know how the rubber feel about Jeff right now. But um, the wide open, like, Louisville missed too many wide open shots. If you got wide open shots like that, you got to make them. And I know Sidney Taylor is frustrated right now because he's not um, offensively doing what he did when he was at UMass, but you got to keep shooting. You got to hope that the wide open three pointers you are getting. Go down. I understand your pressure right now. I wish she start driving more to the rim because when she drives to the rim, nobody can stop her. And you cannot let a team shoot seventy-one percent in the game. Like it, this is Louisville basketball, and Jeff Wall is probably one of the greatest defense minds in the game today. And you let Gene said that coming to your house seventy-one percent, like. Getting close to the end, and these girls got to start revving up there right now. You can't let teams basically um, dominate you when it comes to the guard play and the rebound aspect of the game because that's right right now that's what's killing this local team is letting you let these guards just basically come in and put up twenty eight to thirty points 
And I don't care how good they say these guards are. If you if you got guards yourself who are um, decent and supposed to be great defenders, you're supposed to come in and just not let them dominate you like that. Because if I'm understanding Nina McCarr, what one of the one of the top defenders in the SEC when she was at Florida, and she was a very good Jayden, defender, yeah. And wasn't Jaden Jaden Curry um, a great guard, a great defender too when she was at um, California? She's a great scorer. I'm not sure what her defensive reputation at Cal was. Uh, Nina Ricards absolutely had a had a reputation as a stopper. I don't know if they is trying to make sure to stay on the floor so they won't get in foul trouble. But you got to um, you got to um, wrap up the defense. Like I don't know why Jeff went away from the um, press defense because every time he had that press, um, speeding speeding up teams. Louisville, Louisville winning, winning games and transitioning. Like, I don't know if Jeff's holding back this year or what, but these next two games, some got changed because the last two games, Boston College games, the Syracuse game, I think that those are kind of got, kind of got to be girls' minds right now, kind of bothering them the way the games are being called. And I'll worry about this game today because because of what happened in the Boston College game last game, and they probably won that one. And you're right, Jordan Tech was going to be tough on Thursday night. So I don't know if it's going to be – like, I don't know what, how that's going to turn out. But some, but they got to really start getting going because you're right. If they don't start start getting things going, they ain't going to get, enough, they ain't gonna get a, home, a home game in the tournament. And – I'm really starting to worry about this team right now. All right, Lawrence, I appreciate the call, man. And hey, Brian, uh, just to let you know, I, there's nothing on the screen. So if we get another caller, just set it in my ear like you did with Lawrence. Okay, bud? Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, appreciate the call, Lawrence, as always. Um, 81 50 90 through 9, if y'all want to get in behind Lawrence, 38 31 90 through 9 is the text line. Look, I. The smaller to the point where the texture had a minute ago and what we said earlier. Look, smaller, quicker guards have have hurt us this year for sure. Uh, they're not run of the mill ones though. Like Daisha Fair is a top ten scorer in NCAA history. George Amore is one of the best point guards in the country, but it doesn't change the fact that we haven't been able to do anything with them. I mean, they've they've hurt us all all year for sure. Right, right. Uh, but um, I do I do wonder, and I I'm, if I'm on the the air when when. When Jeff is is on Mark's show this week, I'll I'll ask him. But it, I know that it's probably a lot of it's matchup based with Lily Love. But I feel like she's one of the people early in the season that really was best able to execute that pressure mm-hmm. defense and and kind of com, uh, create turnovers. And one of the reasons why we were so excited about this team and and turn defense into offense. And it feels like she's been so lightly used in recent weeks and. I wonder really what what we can attribute that to. I mean, I know he's stressed it in the past and said, "Well, look, we were looking for more offense tonight, or, or the matchups dictated this or that." And at this point, like, I, I just feel like when you're struggling this much on defense, I try some. Yet you know, like Le- I feel like Lily understands it more than than some of the others, and she's kind of that instant that instant defense, that instant energy on that that end of the court. Yeah, and for her to only have seven minutes in a game where this team was struggling so much on the defensive end. I, I, you know, we've 
we've addressed maybe she was nursing a, an injury we didn't know about the last few games, but she she was able to come out and have a few good defensive plays while she played those seven minutes. So I don't know. I, I would like to know, too, is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. I, w- I would like that to be answered from Jeff um, and have an answer as to why she's not being utilized more in situations like this. Yeah, She's a good defensive player, and today was a prime example of where her talent could have been really important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's uh, it's an ultimate challenge uh, uh, playing a team like Virginia Tech that's so right. good inside and outside. And, I mean, there's a reason that Jeff's being paid the big bucks and we're not. Like, right. I just, I just want to know. I'm just curious. It, uh, educate sure. me, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Let me know why you're. Um, I don't really want to bother uh, Coach Norman right Coach now, Norman. but I just want to like sh- shoot her a text, not after a yeah. game like that. Can, can we just call Stephanie, <laughs> guys, and me? You know, shoot her a text message. Be like, hey, hey uh, Coach just Norman. Quick no, question, no. Steph. That was a rough one today, but hey, do you want to answer my specific questions about players? Very uh, while we're specific. On air? <laughs> and just to to and to Lawrence's point, look, we didn't get beat by two women yeah i'm glad you brought that yeah Yeah, it was the fact is like they are two of the best players in the acc but the rest of the supporting cast hit their open shots you know played their part extremely well and uh it was a team effort i mean obviously team assists i mean they yeah 21 (laughs) assists 10 of them were georgia amor but yeah like the three before we get to and i'm not sure what the name is maybe dana or uh something all right we'll, we'll we'll figure that out when we get them on but um the three stats that kind of stuck out to me, the four, put it this way. Rebounds, mm-hmm. Virginia Tech out, rebounds 35-24. They had a double-digit lead in rebounding from the first quarter on, yeah. pretty much, the early in the second quarter. That's really hard to overcome, guys. That's that's a problem. I mean, and it wasn't just like Liz Kitley killing us. Uh, they didn't get a ton of offensive rebounds, which is great. You know, Nyla and, and Olivia kept Kitley off the glass, but the guards often crashed the boards and got second chance or or, or uh, on the de- on the on our end of the court like we kept them off the offensive boards pretty well but on our end of the court their guards uh, rebounded their wings everybody was 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 hitting the boards and more importantly ours weren't yeah i mean of the 35 total rebounds 28 of those were defensive yeah so I- well that's cuz we were the ones missing all the shots Wait. There were a lot more rebounds yes, to be we had on the defensive end of the court. But like the what I was most concerned about in in relation to the glass was the fact that Kitley gets a lot of offensive rebounds, puts them back, you know, gets a lot of her points that way. I mean, she got it every other way tonight, but that wasn't a, a big concern. Uh, Dana, I'm sorry if we got the name wrong. Dana or Dave, uh, uh, welcome into the post game show. Uh, how you doing? How we doing today? I'm good. Uh, the name is Dana. It is Dana. Okay, so, good. Yeah, y'all did get it correct. All right, awesome. Uh, <laughs> bottom line about that Virginia Tech team is they were just very businesslike yeah. in what they came out and did from the beginning of the game to the ending, really, from the time they came out to warm up. They were very businesslike in their drills. It wasn't a lot of playing around. It wasn't a lot of listening to the music and dancing. You know, I don't know if it was, you know, I don't know if Louisville was trying to be a little loose, but, you know, there was a lot of, you know, giggling and playing around and that kind of stuff. So I saw Georgia, uh, Virginia Tech very, be, be very businesslike from the beginning of the game from the time they came out. My problem with this team is I, I watched them 
year, we missed so many layups that it's I've never seen a basketball team miss as many layups as we do in close in shots. I don't know what it is about us this year, but it's just not even this year. I've watched a lot of women's basketball, and uh, we miss a lot of layups. They uh, women miss a lot of layups, and I don't know what that whole dynamic is about missing a lot of layups and a lot of close-in shots, but uh, this is probably the first team, our first Louisville team, just like y'all were talking about where, uh, you know, we aren't feeling good about going into March and going into the uh, the tournaments because it just seems like we were missing a piece, are missing our mojo just a little bit. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because we don't have that one player that you can say we're going to, that player is going to put, put them, put us on their back and carry us on. And, you know, we just don't have a consistent game in and game out player that we know is going to show up every game. We don't have that this year. We're always wondering, you know, I guess as you can say, it's uh parody within the, within the team that they are able to, uh, you know, spread out the wealth. But I think you always need that one player that you know that you're going to be able to, to depend on. You know, we would hope it would be Olivia Cochran. But, you know, some games she's great scoring, and some games she's not. And it's just been nothing's been consistent with this team. So hopefully Jeff can get, get them and they can go out and more wood and try to get us uh, get us going and going into the uh, tournament time. Hey, I really appreciate the call, Dana. Yeah, look, a lot of good thoughts there. Um, there's there's a, there's two sides of that coin, right? When we talk about how much balance this team's ha- this team has, uh, that's great. Where you know, look, you, you, if one player has an off night, it's not necessarily gonna gonna turn your whole whole team, right? But the uh, other side of that is that when you got to have a bucket or you got to have somebody to carry you during March or, or, or somebody that can put that team on their back and go, we don't seem to have that this year. So it's kind of two sides of the same coin there, you know, where it can be a blessing and it can absolutely be a curse. I mean, our best teams in history, think about it, you know, Angel McCautry, mm-hmm. um, Shoney Schimmel, you know, but they all had great supporting cast too. It wasn't just them, but we did have that one where everybody looked at them for the basket uh, at a critical time. You know, somebody that you're like, man, I... I can pretty much count on on Angel getting out, going out there, getting twenty five tonight, you know, and we right. just got we got to figure out the rest of the story. But she's going to go right. out and get that, maybe, you know, something from Candace Bingham or, or whoever else on that roster. But and it was much like you would talk about those teams, much like you we talk about this Virginia Tech team. Sure, you have your one or two who you know are going to get their points, and they also have that great supporting cast, yeah. um, and that's something that yeah we don't necessarily well, I mean, have talk about our the best team i think we've ever put on the court with asia durr and maisha heinz allen who yeah. are two of the five best players to ever put on a louisville jersey we had that inside outside much like virginia tech did but we also had five other WNBA draft picks on that team they were so good five other WNBA draft picks you know and and sam furing you know uh Kylie, uh, Erica Carter, Dana Evans, Jasmine Jones, all these players that 
I mean, Erica Carr was one of the most underrated players that we've had at Louisville in the last 20 years. She was a phenomenal point guard, and she could shoot the lights out. Asia Durr, we know, AD, we know what she was mm-hmm. when she was here. Just a phenomenal bucket getter. But also, she was a great passer. She just had a phenomenal all-around game. Maisha and Sam were the were the toughest one-two you could ever have underneath the basket. But nobody was over 6'2". That's the thing. Like, a lot of people, Sam was the 6'3". But, like, nobody was massive. You don't have to have a 6'6 person to... to to win a national title in, in women's basketball. You don't. But it's even when we have those players that that are unreal, like an AD, you know, or an Angel, Shoni Schimmel, Dana Evans, you always have a phenomenal supporting cast. You can't get there without five or six other players. Right. You know, that are that are carrying the load with you. And this year it does feel like I loved every transfer move they made this year. Okay, I loved them all. Yes. And I think most of them have shown exactly what they can be, but none of them have been game in and game out what they can be. And that's been kind of an issue to this point. I think they're all phenomenal players, but that that kind of um, – when you expect it to meet, to sort of settle into your roles and reach that next level, I don't know if we've done that yet. You know, where it's always us looking at them going, I really love these pieces. I'm trying to figure out exactly yeah. how they fit together. Yeah. Now, I think that – I think maybe Henny's injury early like kind of made us uh instead of seeing what she could do because I think they were really excited about her in the off season, you know, Alif sort of filled that role uh, when she came in. And uh beyond that though, man, it's it's been it's been weird to kind of see these pieces and and I think Kiki's been the most comfortable being a go-to scorer, you know, with this team and but she still doesn't she'll disappear some nights. It's a uh, it's 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 been it's been kind of an odd team to watch, but I still think the pieces are there. I still think the attitudes there, but man, they're running out of time to figure out exactly how to how to do this and get to the next level. Yes, and when we say running out of time, we mean like a week and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Um, couple of texts before we get to Eric. Texture says, I disagree. I think Kitley is a lot like Kunane. And for those who don't remember Liz Kunane, I don't know how you could not remember her. Uh, <laughs> she was a multiple time conference player of the year at NC State. Similar, like she was 6'5, 6'6. She had an outside shot to her. Yeah. Um, I think Liz Kitley is a far more instinctual scorer. Okay. I think she has a better uh, inside 15 foot game. I mean, was there a shot from 12, 10 to 12 feet that she missed today? Her, her fall away is automatic. I mean, it was one of those things where I think they tried to front the post early in the game and a couple of drop passes over the top, and it was like, hey, I can't do that anymore. You know? <laughs> so like, <laughs> then you try to play her more traditionally, you know, and, and she takes one step back and she's got a wide open 10 to 12 footer every right. single time. She keeps the ball high for the most part. She doesn't give you a chance to get the ball from her. When she brought the ball low, we have active hands. We had a, did a good job of making it hard on her, but she doesn't give you that opportunity very often. And she's a good passer. I think she's a better player than Alyssa Kunane, and I think she's going to have a better future in the WNBA. Because Kunane, I actually played like two regular season games before she she was cut. I mean, which happens all the time. Like we said earlier, there's not a lot of roster spots. Yeah. Uh, but she she didn't really have a career uh, at the next level. I think Kitley does. Um, Texas says looked like men's team defense. Look at we gave up 1.433 points per possession so technically we were worse than the men's team tonight <laughs> today, wow okay if you, if you so want. the knife was in and dave just twisted <laughs> it with that with stat i'm just gonna let you know Eric, bring a little welcome, salt in there <laughs> welcome into the U of L women's postgame Bye. show 
What's going on, y'all? Hey. Oh, just, uh, you know, crying our beard, man. <laughs> oh, I know. There's definitely uh, tears in my beer, but I was at the game, and... Man, I was I was stoked. I was really excited. I, I I busted out the old vintage, and this is from back in the '80s. Uh, Louisville jacket. Nick Curran thought he can he can uh, vouch. But man, I mean, Virginia Tech didn't they shoot overall 65 percent? Uh, so yes, they did. And uh, what was See, that the final uh, number from the three point line, Chrissy? Sorry, Eric. They uh, from the three point line, they were 43.5, 10 for 23. Yeah, and a couple most I think five of those misses came in the last quarter. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's not going to be repeatable because teams just don't shoot like that. So, But they're a good team. I, I think it's in one of those types of situations. Coach Walls has said where you know, if they're just a good team, you just sort of got to clap your hands, although I think we could have played better defense. But, I mean, those two, and I, I do think uh, Kylie will make it to the next level. I think Virginia Tech could make the Final Four. But here's the thing. If we win out in the regular season and, let's say, make it to the ACC championship, I, I would say we're going to host, right? I think, did you say if, if we if we win out and we make it to the ACC championship game? Yes. Yeah, that would include a road win at Notre Dame and at least probably another top 15 type win in the ACC tournament, at least one. Today took us out of that spot, that sort of last spot. If you, if you, um, I think we're not there right now. I think today would have done a lot to ensure us having a top four seed. But I don't think we're out of the running. I think in your scenario, and out, including that game at Notre Dame, uh, and make a, a, a run to the ACC championship game, I think we probably have done enough to be. It will probably still be borderline, but probably be a four seed somewhere around there. Yeah. Now, if we win the ACC tournament, I think, I think we'll be like a three seed and do all the other things you're talking about. I, You know, because when we're, when we're firing, I mean, on all cylinders, I mean, we could beat anyone, I, I really believe. I, I, I think it was just – we had some good looks, too, don't y'all? I mean, y'all were there. Yeah. We had some good looks, don't you think? We had a lot of good looks that we missed. I mean, we talked – the first note I wrote on my, on my uh, sheet of paper was missing – open layups not open but like makeable layups and then we didn't even we attempted one three-pointer in the first quarter but the open threes that we had in the second and third quarter we just missed them you know and, and we and I, I i talked about it earlier where look we we we're not a great three-point shooting team but when we have those open looks it felt like such a missed opportunity because we weren't defending properly you know and and, and to your point man like 43 percent from the free throw three-point line is not that uh, out of the ordinary for them. They're, they shoot over 35% for the year. They take the sixth most in the country and they make the seventh most. Or they take the seventh most and they make wow. the sixth most. Like it's, they take a lot of threes and they make a lot of threes. So that's that's the thing wow. that, that, yeah, Virginia Tech does. And if we're slow in those rotations, it is repeatable for them. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's a tough one. I think this is a, a good place to throw in that I agree with what Courtney Walton said after the game. This Virginia Tech team. I appreciate the call, Eric. They play better than what they're Thanks, ranked. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate, appreciate the show. Appreciate you doing the show. Y'all have a great rest of the Sunday. Thanks, man. Thank appreciate you. it. Got it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Brian. Um, uh, somebody, by the way, if you could check the feed, somebody texted in. There was something going on with the feed. Uh, thanks, Zach uh, and Brian. Um, but yeah, it, it's a uh, look. This was 
they're scoring. Like, yeah, they made a lot of shots, and they made yeah. some challenge <laughs> shots in the first quarter, but more importantly, they made their open shots, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, this offensive performance from Virginia Tech, they have incredible players. They're a very good team. George Amore is, is an unreal point guard. Liz Kitley is the two-time defending AC Player of the Year, but that does not excuse our team from the effort they put up on the defensive end of the of the court. Absolutely not. That's just something that you scout and you're prepared for. And Coach Wall said they had a couple good days of practice. Yeah. Um, I which, think he was surprised. Yes, by and this that's effort. what I was going to say. Yeah. Is which what makes it even more surprising that they came out with such little defensive effort today, um, coming off of two really good days of practice. You know they. This staff typically does a really great job of preparing their teams for the opponents they're going to face. And I have no doubt that the same effort went in from the coaching staff to get them prepared for this Virginia Tech team. And they just didn't execute it. Look, there's two they weeks. They just didn't execute it. Yeah, there's two weeks left in the season. Uh, normally, at this point, you'd expect us to be, be be hitting our stride, and they still have time left. I, I still believe in the players on this roster. Absolutely. Um, and we'll see what happens on Thursday. And by the way, before we get to the next couple of texters, we are having a watch party at Noble Funk. We would love to he- see every single yes. one of you guys out there for the game at six o'clock. Yes. On Thursday, just come straight from work. Come yeah. hang out with Chrissy and They've I. They got food. They got food. Pizza they got great, great food. Yeah. They've got great beer. I can attest from last <laughs> last Friday. I can also <laughs> attest. It's a company party, <laughs> but they're a great partner of ours, and we're trying to set this up for a future day. It's like we'd absolutely. Love, we would love to have another watch party two weeks from today for the Notre Dame road game. Yes, you know, but we need you guys to come do. out for Georgia Tech. But we um, want to see you on Thursday. We want to see you. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We want to watch the game with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we can I all will yell be at sure, the screen together. Exactly, yeah. And I will be sure to tweet out information about that, get that out on our socials um, yeah. so that everybody has that information. And you will be heavily reminded every day between now and Thursday. I'm going to harass you until you show up. Yeah. I'm just going to call into every show every day. <laughs> just say. <laughs> yeah. The producers are going to stop taking my calls. Yeah, they're going to be upset with you. Eighty-one fifty ninety three nine. If you want to get in here in the last uh, last segment here in thirty-eight thirty-one ninety through nine is the UPS jobs text line. A couple of more texts into that text line. We have good players, but not enough elite players, especially at point guard. Um, you know, I think that that kind of just speaks to the to the conversation we've been having about balance. Uh, and the lack of maybe an alpha. I don't know. I thought going into the season, I still think that they've all flashed enough to be a, a it's a talented enough roster with the right pieces, I think, to make a run. But it doesn't have somebody who has stepped up to be that elite scorer night in and night out. No. Uh, and that's sometimes to our detriment, I think, and sometimes it could be a positive. I agree. I mean, we had four in double digits today, and I, I think, you know, Kiki stood out today with 19. But there are stretches where she Justin, didn't do anything, though. You know what I mean? Yes, like it was weird. Yes, and any other night you could have seen Sydney Taylor come out and have a twenty-point game. She only had nine tonight, today, yeah. this yeah. afternoon. So it is streaky on who's going to come out and get the points and make the moves, um, because we we have so many pieces of the puzzle that have the potential to be that alpha, and they're just not. They're not playing consistently enough to really stake their claim on that title. Texture says Jeff Walls needs some bigs. Haven't got to watch a lot of games live. Never heard live. that before. 
<laughs> but seems like teams with length give us problems along with good guard play from opposing teams. I think overall this season, opposing bigs have not been our problem. Mm-mm. You know, like in tonight or today, I should say. Yeah, Liz Kitley gives everybody problems. But overall, Olivia is actually one of the better post defenders in the country, even if she's 6'2". Nyla is a very active defender and an active rebounder. Like they, for the most part, that hasn't been our issues now. Very quick guards have been our issue all season. I 100% agree with that. But it was weird. Like Tonight, I thought our offense worked best when we just took a straight line to the basket. Yes. You know? And like that speaks like those, those missed layups were infuriating. Yeah. And they were detrimental. But overall tonight, like even with the presence of Liz Kitley, um and uh, who's the freshman? Strack. Strack, the other uh, 6'5 woman. Um, when they played them together, you would expect us to have serious issues. But even when, like with either one that was on the court, we often were able to get to the rim, you know, because Kitley doesn't just camp I mean, there out, were several you know, next times to the rim. Nina went straight to yeah. the rim. And Kiki got there a few times. Like Jada did it a few times. Like it was, we were actually at our best when we took Virginia Tech's defenders off the ball and just went to the rim. Like that's that's when our offense looked the most effective or how we had the most success tonight. We weren't really shooting the three well. Uh, we didn't move the ball very well, which is a problem. But the one on one breaking those defenders off the ball was our best. Like that's the thing is, that's what I said earlier. I don't think they're that quick of a team. Amor is exceptionally quick. It's one of the best guards that you will ever see. One of the quickest guards. And she killed us with that often, but we were able to take most of their wings off the ball. You know, Kitley is not super, super quick. You know, she's, she's athletic, but she's not super, super quick. Um, and Olivia Nyla had her occupied oftentimes away from the rim and, we were able to have kind of an open one-on-one, one-on-one look to the rim, and we we either made the shot or we didn't. And those missed shots in the first first quarter killed us. But I thought that's when our offense looked the best. That's when we were just taking people off the dribble, which doesn't speak all that well to like team offense right. and moving the ball around and getting an open shot that way. Uh, you don't necessarily want to just be dribbling to your open shots all the right. time. But that's 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 when we looked the best today, for better or for worse. Um, Looking at the UPS jobs text line here. Texture says, sorry, screaming and one constantly and missing layups irks me so bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't really have a counter to that. No argument. You know, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> I it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. When you're missing layups, it's one of the most, look, missed layups is one of the most frustrating things in basketball. Yes. And it has been... Uh, it's been an issue this year. This year, and I think last year. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like two out of the last three teams we had a real issue with missing layups. Um, maybe the last two years. And when it when it's a problem, it is one of the most frustrating things you can watch in basketball. It's just like, just make it. It's, just, it's, it's layups. Layups and missed free throws. Those are the two things that just absolutely... Your bunnies. ...drive you crazy. Do we have a, do we have a caller? Wait, I just... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Steve, welcome into the U of O Women's Postscape Show. Sorry, we got, I got, we got involved in a conversation. Sorry to keep you waiting. Oh yes, yeah. First time caller, and I appreciate your work. Thanks, sir. And I was at the game today. I, I just like the advice. And you know, I've been watching Virginia Tech play three years. I, yeah. I've really taken a liking to Kayla. 
and live. And, um, you know, Georgia, I just love watching them play, even though I'm a graduate of Little and all that. But I just want you to bring up a point that uh, they have so much experience. They know basically what what they're going to do before they even do it. As for Louisville, most of these guys or girls are transferred from the mid-major level, that asking to defend those girls, just kind of asking too much right now. I'd like to see them play again in the ACC tournament. I'm really looking forward to it. I think you and Chrissy know a little bit more about basketball than me. You guys do such a good job. What do you think about that? Just we're just weren't quite ready for them. I think. Appreciate your call, Steve. Look, Ooh. no, Virginia Tech. Look, they 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 are one of the more experienced teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, Georgia and Liz have been playing. Kayla have been Actually, playing together Kayla's for a long time. We really didn't even talk about. No, and <laughs> she, had, she had a great uh, game. What nine points? Uh, uh, all from the all from the three point line. I mean, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Like it wasn't just when we were talking about Lawrence earlier. We're talking to Lawrence earlier. It wasn't just. Liz Kitley and yeah. George Amore. This yeah. whole team knows how to play together. Uh, obviously, those are the two that get the press for good reason. They're two of the best players in the conference. and You won't find another better inside-outside combo maybe in the country. But, look, the rest of that roster is really good, too. And they're, they're hard an to defend. They're extremely talented team. Amore is an excellent point guard. Like, we can't have a night like we had today. Or a day like we had. I keep saying night. It's bright. Uh, yeah, I know. The, bright the, the sun is right there. <laughs> we can't have a day like we had today. Mm-mm. You can't be a step slow. You can't have bad switches. Like, there's not anything that you will do wrong that George Amor won't pick up on. Yeah. And the rest of the team was on, too. So They were. And I think as far as facing them again um, in ACC tournament, you know. I would love it. Chances are likely. Um, like, there's, there's a good chance that they're the one seed and we're the four. Exactly. You know? Chances so are likely. and Semifinals. Here let's, we come. Let's do it. I'm, I'm all about a revenge tour. Yeah. And I fully believe that win or lose that game in the ACC tournament against a really good Virginia Tech team, you're going to see a lot more effort from Louisville. You have to. Well, it's you have to, and you're yeah. going to. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to... Uh, Love to play them again. I'd love to play NC State again. These are all opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, they're challenges, but they're opportunities that we need, frankly, because I want to play as many highly ranked teams as we can before in the AC tournament. It means we're winning, and it gives us more opportunities to build our resume to host a game. Yes. That's the ultimate goal right now. Right now, like ACC tournament yes. championship, yes. But to get that top four seed and host the first two rounds, that's the goal. That's the initial goal of the postseason. That's the one you Absolutely. want. That's what you're working towards. Uh, Texas says when they all weren't pro- pushing off. Look, there was I, – I just uh, – outside of the, the, the miss, the three blatant missed travels on Georgia Amor, I really didn't have an issue. Like there was like there was a, a missed elbow to the face to Olivia. There was a lot of stuff. Right. But – on a on a grading on a curve <laughs> for women's basketball officiating grading on the curve this one was actually a not a bad night and we lost not because of those calls um Chrissy you want to want to run down some team stats let's real quick and uh we'll we'll pick our player of the game and yeah let's go do from there. uh Sid Taylor she had nine points tonight a couple of steals Nyla Harris who also had a great game tonight or today I keep doing it too. I did it too. Today, uh, she had 10 points, five rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Solid game. Uh, she had a solid game today. She's really, really blossomed uh, this season. Uh, Kiki Jefferson was the leading scorer today, 19 points, three rebounds. 
Nina Ricards had 10 points and two rebounds. Olivia Cochran, seven points, six rebounds, a couple of assists, and a couple of steals. Um, Aleph didn't score any points today, but she did have three rebounds. So I tell you what, she she struggled with Kitley though on a one, and yeah. I mean not like anybody did well against her, but when it when she was when she was isolated, Kitley gets that shot up so quickly. Aleph yeah. was just she was just too slow yeah. every time, yeah. and that's something that it's not a typical big you're playing, but it it was it was a challenge for right, sure. Right. Uh, Marissa Russell had a couple of points and a rebound today. Uh, Lily Love, she had a couple of rebounds when she was in and an assist. And Jada Curry, 13 points, one rebound, one assist, and a couple of steals. My player of the game is probably going to be Kiki. Uh, I think that's fair. I think uh, offensively, Kiki just had an outstanding game today. Uh, I I would be okay with Kiki being player of the game today. I think Nyla gets an honorable mention. Because she had a great game today. Too. I don't want to give defensive player game to anybody. Nobody earned it. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nobody earned it. I think Jeff Walls would probably. Who are you going to give it to? <laughs> we have zero options I mean, today. <laughs> One point four three three points per possession for Virginia Tech. Yeah, I, that's that's silly. There is no defensive player. There. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. If you want to get under the wire, Brian, I didn't miss anybody, right? There's nobody on hold. Okay, just making sure. Uh, 3831-939 is GPS Jobs text line. If you want to get something in here under the wire, look, this was hopefully this last week or so has been a wake-up call as far as like the Syracuse game, we played well enough against a good team to win on the road. You know, we won't mm-hmm. re-adjudicate that, but uh, safe to say that the reaction of the NCAA ACC as a whole uh, has been completely and 100% uh, vindicating for Jeff. They Because you got to know, they don't want to call that. They don't want referees no. calling that at the end of games. They don't want that to be a thing. It was a preposterous call. We should have gotten that win. And it hurts in light of losing this one that we didn't have that other quality win on our yep. resume at this point. Every game counts, especially a ranked win on the road. Um, I know and, we don't spend much time on officiating, but don't, and we I'm not going to, but one of the greatest and pettiest things I've seen was when they had media time earlier this week, and the first <laughs> thing they did was pass out the rules from the NCAA yeah. and a nice little packet for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Jeff to say, well, it, it was really nice of them to say this, because this is a, a clarification, so I know how to proceed at the end of games going forward, yeah. that yeah. I don't have to worry about this being called again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, boy, Jeff. And then, of course... Uh, we realized that he had more important things on his mind, but somebody did uh, give him a nice big check for twenty thousand yeah, dollars. Nice. It said for two ricks of wood. <laughs> that was very nice to cover his fine. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to Jeff for being able to do a radio interview and chop wood at the same time. <laughs> that was solid earlier this week too. I mean, that's gotta love Jeff. Um, oh man, Louisville treasure. But yeah, so we've got another opportunity again on Thursday. Please join us for a watch party and post-game show on Thursday at Noble Funk Brewing down on 2nd Street in downtown Louisville. It's a great spot. It's an awesome location. And we Um, will let you buy us the beer. (laughs) Safe, clean, uh, in their own parking lot so you don't have to park on the street with a lot of ample parking. Plenty of parking. Uh, We would love to see you then. And for every, I've had several questions. It's the old 2nd Street Kroger. Yeah, it is. 
you know, everybody finds yeah, this, their way around this, this town. The old, the old but, yeah, exactly. That's what I've told yeah. people. The old, old Second, Second Street, Street Kroger. Kroger. Near, uh, near Spalding's campus. <laughs> yes. Chrissy, any other thoughts? No. Excited for Thursday. Looking forward to meeting everybody. Get your stuff right. Get your stuff right, ladies. We got we got the stretch run here. Yep. And I don't mean stuff, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to get fined. George takes the first step. Now Foreigners, good coach. You know, I, I, they're not a phenomenal team this year, but they're solid. They almost beat NC State today. Plus, what one one possession? One it was a it was yeah. a buzzer beater. I yeah. think something like that. Uh, I was obviously engrossed in our game, but yeah, they had they had a a barn burner in Raleigh on the road. Uh, you know, they'll be looking to uh to yeah. get Louisville on Thursday. We've got to snap out of this funk and and. And uh, put something together down the stretch here. So I think we can, but nothing to do it. We do it. I think we will. Any more thoughts? No, see everybody Thursday. All right. Thank you so much, Brian and Zach, for helping us out on the postgame show. Thank you to all our texters and callers. Good guys lose 86 to 70. Hopefully, a better result on Thursday. As always, I've been your host, Dave Skull, my co host and good friend, Chrissy Banta. Until next time. Go cards. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the expert you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.